Good afternoon and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. We deliver you a constant flow of heat direct from the street. That's right. I'm your certified, qualified host, Steve Lucky Luciano. And on my right, as usual, it's Chumahan Bowen, American Indian, Southern Californian, elegant barbarian. That's what I'm talking about. Damn it. And on my left, as usual, Sean Lewis, certified audio professional, engineer for the show. Yeah. Have the greatest that? partners that's in the your, world. That's your that that was your music. You didn't like that? I didn't know what it was. What was that? <laughs> he said he's he's curious. He's curious. Uh, the, the scratch. Yeah. You want to? Do you yeah. want to bring out your? Uh, you want to bring out your turntable? Now that would have worked. If that would have been queued up, that would have worked. That would have. Yeah. That was that was that was Buffalo stance. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. Hey, that would have worked. Sean, all right. It's all right. enough already, Sean. All right, all right, Sean, stop Sean, it. Stop, right, it. Right, stop right, it. Put it down. Enough. Okay. It's a lovely Saturday afternoon. Um, gentlemen, get your attention here. When I tell you that I got a partner that grew up from me, another Los Angelonian. Angelino. An Angelino. Angelino. I grew up with. That I've known for 32 plus years, man. One of the first most talented artists that walked into my life, man. Do you have a list of his artistic accomplishments? What has he what has he done? What who is this guy? Okay, first off, first off, this guy's a real artist. A real okay. artist. Okay, this dude. What is was, that? What do you uh, opposed to what? what? I'm talking about mediums hold no barrier with this guy. This guy was fucking this guy was one of the baddest guys with a with a pen and paper with a marker with paintbrushes but at the same time he was fucking killing it with spray cans on walls I love at it. the same time he's playing punk rock gigs at nighttime I as fucking a bass player. love that Fucking dude, that. just uh, and I'm talking about high school bro that's most people's dream most people talk about living okay. a life like that I'm talking about legend shit, bro. Okay? <laughs> I love it. This dude was not, man, this is just, uh, I can't speak more highly about this West Side local right here. Yeah. That, uh, as I said, I've known for about 32 plus years. All right. Okay? Okay. Real name. Yes. Marcel Blanco. Dude, first okay. of all, how sexy is the name Marcel? If you're named Marcel, <laughs> bro, right, you're gonna get not only you're gonna get women or dude, I don't yeah. know, right, <laughs> but you're you, but whatever you're, you want, yeah, right? exactly. And you're gonna be an artist. There's no way you're gonna be uh -uh, named Marcel no and, and be in the front office at an and accounting. You're gonna, and you're gonna have some flowing hair. Marcel, what is it? Marcel Blanco. Marcel Blanco. Marcel White. <laughs> 
Marcel White. But white in the span that's perfect for oh, Southern dude. California, right? It's like white, but it's Spanish. <laughs> like hopping off of a horse. Yeah, he's going to go in here. He's going to go in there. <laughs> yeah. He could bring a knife in there. No one cares. No, right? Marcel, Mr. White can do anything he wants. Exactly. I <laughs> love that. Colombiano. Colombian. That doesn't hurt either. No, dude. Colum- so people don't know this about the Latin world. But there's like a hierarchy. Yes, there right? is. Right? Yes, Isn't there yes, with the yes. countries? Mm-hmm. Right? And so like Colombians, and I hear, I mean, no no offense to my, but I hear uh, from other people from other countries, other países, that the people from Colombia think their shit don't stink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, then it's yeah. like, it's almost Europe. That's <laughs> yeah, really, yeah, it's, it's almost really, Europe. It's Europe. And they've got that, you know, they're always like the soap opera stars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of, that, you know? lots of, lots of, um, also a lot of, uh, what do you call that? Cosmetic surgery. A lot of a lot breast of, okay. implants. Sure, all that, A lot that, of big bro. butt implants, yeah. right? Marcel, am I even lying? I don't know where you're getting your information. I got some, I got some. There's a Caucasian look to that. It's yeah. a mixed fan. Yeah. You know, it's a mixed whole. In the telenovelas, the Colombianos are never the maids in the show. No, Right? They're in the front. No, no, They're the movie stars. They're not the Indian. No, that are no, like picking no, up no, shit no, in the no, back. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, I got you. They got you. pretty girls over there. Oh, yeah. the Colombians. Well, the real name, Marcel Blanco. Right. Everybody knows Marcel as Cell. Cell. He is one of the You found- just can't have a regular. You got Not only do you have to have one name, you got to have another name. Absolutely. Marcel yeah. and then Cell. We will break it down further because I'll let Marcel, but let me just say this to you. That in the early 80s. Yeah. Graffiti had really started to hit New York style graffiti Yeah Had started to hit the West Coast Got it And one of the first crews was West Coast artists WCA Got it And Marcel back then And I'll let him tell us He had a different name that That he wrote with But he was one of the founding fathers Of this whole movement This graffiti movement West Coast artist And uh So Artist named Sal, real name Marcel Blanco. Let's welcome Marcel to the show today. Yes, Sal. What's up? Look at this guy. Here, man. Oh, Look man. at this guy. Look at this oh, man. Guy. So let me wait. Let, wait. So am I right in saying that one of the founding fathers of WCA? I wouldn't say that. I would say one of the one of the first original members. members. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Let's say, okay, that's one of the top so dub, first ten guys in. First ten guys in. WCA stands for what? West, West Coast, Coast Artists. Artist. So it doesn't stand for Woodwork Career Alliance. No. That's something else. <laughs> you googled something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and this was, um, and and guys like like Risky and Rival and some of these yeah. huge names. PJ Minor, Mr. Cartoon. There you go. Mr. Cartoon. Original members, bro. I okay. love that. And so let me back it up a minute. I get to, I've been now, this is about 1983. I've been kicked out of Everything. not only all the schools in Santa Monica. Or <laughs> yeah. I've, I've gotten kicked out of every district. I'm now in the last <laughs> school that they'll even accept me in. And it's Hamilton High School's continuation school, which right. is Chevy, Chevy Hills. Hills. Yeah. I end up there, and I meet Marcel Blanco. Wait a second. How come every story you tell starts with, I just got kicked out of... <laughs> Dude, you got kicked out of everything. Everything, bro. You even got kicked out of prison. Dude, <laughs> they sent you to the shoe program. You got kicked yeah. out. Yeah. All right. No, hold on a second. So how did you meet Cell over at the continuing education? So... Yeah. This is uh, a continuation school. And if you guys aren't familiar with continuation school, 
you've screwed up so bad that now they put you on a schedule with well, the expectation level has gone down so low so that you can exceed and actually do well. Because okay? it's, it's called continuation school because it ain't about your continuation. It's about they want to continue living so they're getting you to fuck out of die. Right, right, right. It's they want to continue the momentum of you leaving yeah, public exactly. school. Yeah, exactly. So um, they create a schedule okay. where you only need to be there from 8.30 in the morning until noontime. Sounds yeah. like success. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's bro. brilliant. It's great, bro. And so I get to this school and everybody there has been in trouble somewhere. That's how they ended up there. Right. Like, okay. Right. Are there any valedictorians of the condition? There's a few. <laughs> There's a few. <laughs> so right away, I bump into Marcel Wait, why was Marcel there? Why were you in continuity? I was, uh, I got kicked out of high school for graffiti, actually. I was running wow. around, sneaking right. in at night, bombing my school, putting up. Dude, I'm going to stop you. Wait a minute. I'm going to stop you guys for a minute. Yeah. This dude yeah. broke into uni high, university high school. This is like one of the major high schools in West LA. Okay. Breaks into the school, bro. And puts a huge, and I'm talking about a New York train style mural that's fucking gorgeous. I mean, it looks like artists got up and, and it's fucking this. badass. And everybody shows up to school on Monday and there's this massive piece. Was it Slash? It was Slash that I wrote. That was, that his, was his name. That was the first name I had, yeah. He bombed. It was, and I'm telling you, bro, it was gorgeous. And the reason I know is because this fucking guy had pictures. He had like pictures. He's like, they kicked me of out of course, school, bro. Of Check course. this out, bro. Yeah. And of course. I was blown away first that you could even do that with a spray can. I mean, I'd seen a little bit of these graffiti movies from New York. Yeah. But this was now hitting the West Coast. You got to remember, nobody was doing this. Yeah, man. it was brand new. It was here. brand new. And, dude, I was like, how the fuck? It was amazing, dude. And I the fact that, that he broke story. it. So, so, so now take it from there. You're, you're writing Slash. You yeah, was, wait, wait, wait. Why, why Slash? I mean, were you a Guns N' Roses fan? Like, what Not the at fuck? all. This was like pre-Guns N' Roses even. Right. Get the fuck right. No, pre-Guns N' Roses. You heard, it, you heard it here first. <laughs> That's the that, real Slash. Guns N' Roses, that guy with the hair, he stole that name from Marcel, Marcel Cell, Blanco. Slash. That guy's got so many great names. Cell, Blanco, Marcel, Slash. I love slash it. is a hot name, though, That's dude. A I love way, that man. name. Bro, I, you have pictures I, of that anywhere? Do you have pictures of th that where first Where did I piece? see it? I think it's in Risk Book. I think there's a copy oh, of that. I'm going to get you. I'm going to let you guys see this shit, man. It's, it's unbelievable. School, this kid man. did this in 16, 17 Dude, years old. Dude, you know old. what I'm going to do? I'm going to get a fucking, I'm going to set up promotional. Listen, we'll put a giant fucking your work behind it. And you fucking, and we'll do a promotional thing. And we'll have the guitars from Guns N' Roses. And Sal come down here and we'll do a fucking, we'll do an arm wrestling contest. Who gets the name? Who gets to keep the name? Who gets to keep the name? Don't worry. We'll give you pre-workout, dude. We'll get you all <laughs> And if he wins by any chance, we'll beat him up. Outside. Yeah, don't worry. He ain't leaving. Okay. Listen, right, so wait. So, so why did you, so why did you pick Slash? Slash, I can't remember. I think it had to do with speed, like getting <laughs> in and out, like a sla like a slash. You know? I love it. Okay, so, so so how do you break into a high school? No, it wasn't. It was just jumping the fences, getting over the barbed wire. It wasn't, you know, barbed wire. Yeah, and uh, climbing in and just uh, I remember doing that piece. Backpack pull of fame? Was that yeah, how you did? Yeah, you yeah, went yeah. in with a bag. Did you go solo or did you bring somebody with nah, you? No, I went solo. How much paint do you got to bring with you? Dad had the backpack was full of paint, and it was like you know Rustoleum and Krylon from back in the day. We didn't have all the paint we have now. Okay. And I remember going in and doing the outline, and then stepping back. What do you outline it with? Just a spray paint, like a lighter color. Okay, great. You already have before. So where in the school is this? Like, what are you gonna I paint? I picked the center of the school, and I just did my name slash, and I picked like the center of the school right by 
the cafeteria where all the kids eat. And it's on the outside of the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is from fucking ballsy. If you saw the size of this, you saw about. Did you have a ladder? Wall, bro. It's massive. How do you? How tall do you get? I think I got on a trash can also because I started doing (laughs) it. I wanted it big. (laughs) Right. After I did the outline, I looked at it. I was like, "Oh fuck, this is big." Yeah. And then I just went for it, you know. And uh, did you have it drawn out on paper? Yeah, I had a little outline. How long did you plan it? Like, were you had you been already thinking like I got to put slash up somewhere fucking huge? Well, I got into like when I saw New York graffiti, it flipped me out, and it was like I'd never seen anything like that before. Were you doing art before that? Yeah, I've been drawing like since I was three, pretty much, you know. And then before uh, all the graffiti stuff, I was into punk rock and doing all the punk rock flyers flyers and, and like. Oh, we're going to get yeah. into that. I, yeah. I love it. So, like this guy's skulls, his punk rocks are this shit, bro. Yeah, because listen, but, I know a lot of people that like to draw skulls. Everyone thinks they can draw a fucking skulls. Oh, yeah, skull. they think they can. They think they can. Okay, so go on. So, yeah, I, I got in, into the, from like punk rock illustrator or whatever, doing that. And I dabbled doing graffiti on walls with that. You know, I'd spray paint like a skull or my band's name, stuff like that. What was your so, band's name? The Beer Nuts. The beer yeah. nuts! Dude, dude. <laughs> fucking the best fucking game. That's a good, really good game. Good game That's OG Westside. Beer yeah. nuts. So, uh, I, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. So from there, yeah, when I got the, when I saw the New York graffiti, it flipped me out. And I just fully fell into it and started studying it and practicing in my sketchbooks. And I knew at some point, I was like, I got to put this up on a wall. How do you study? Like, okay, so listen, there's a lot of kids that, like, they want to be a graffiti artist. They got a Sharpie pen. They fucking were. What's the difference between being somebody who's thinking about it and being a guy who actually, like you said, studied it? How old were you when you started studying it? I was like 15. See that? You see what I'm saying with that? There's a certain level of like ambition, direction, focus to actually take an art form seriously enough. Like you were saying, like the, the East Coast, New York style graffiti and study it to understand what are they doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, what pulled you into that? What makes you that kind of person? To study it? Yes, to be serious about something. For me, it was always uh, just so fascinated with art. For me, that was, I mean, looking back, that was my way to really communicate with people. I was a bit of an introvert, quiet, shy kid, but I could draw my emotions, draw if I was pissed off or sad or anything. That was a way to get it out, keep my sanity, you know? Um, I think that's what drew me ultimately to like the punk rock was... I was really kind of bottled everything up and it was a way to release it, you know, through when I heard the music of like all this angst and screaming, I was like, fuck yeah, you can, it, it allowed me to get it out or go to a show and get in the mosh pit and like bang around with people and jumping off stage. And so I think that's where it came from for me anyway. You know, Did you have a lot of frustration locked inside, bro? Yeah. Looking back, I did. You from know? what? Um, I think, uh, not sure where the shyness came from so much. Always felt a little out of place, you know? I look like a total white boy, but right. being full-blooded Latino. Right. It never quite felt like I fit in. Like you To either side, to either that, side. Right. You weren't quite white and you weren't quite Latin. I fully identify and, you know, I perceive myself as Latino. Sure. Um, that's my culture. That's right. how I was raised. I totally identify with that. Yeah. But I look straight up like a white boy. Right. So people, and I speak fluent Spanish. People don't even know that. You know? Right. So, uh, What's it, wait, it was, this uh, might be a good time for to, to describe what Marcel 
looks like Cell looks like because uh, it's a very romantic looking man, <laughs> right? It's very romantic. Yeah. He's got a he's got uh, like a Hemingway thing going. Yeah, on, right? Papa Pulling. Hemingway a little <laughs> bit better shape than Hemingway. He's got a nice beard. It's like he's got a. a it's a. I would say it's kind of a light brown. A light brown. There's little touches of Rubio blonde in there. Rubio. Rubio. <laughs> right? said that. Rubio. Yeah, and uh, and he's got blue eyes, right? Very uh, stunning. Think hazel, greenish. Greenish. Oh, all right. So the ladies have told him, right? It's not average blue. I've never met a by the way, I've never met a Latino whoever thinks their eyes are average blue. Every Latino that's got blue is like, ah, it's actually a little bit of a green fleck in there. <laughs> they always love yeah. that. Okay. And then he's got long hair, it's wavy. Uh he does have a man bun, right? Are you here to defend the man bun or hey, it's just it is what it that's is. That's what I got. You yeah. kinda he kinda looks a little bit like um like a like a like a, I want to say like a holy man from India a little bit the hairstyle you know he looks like a little bit like he's got some kind of spiritual aspect. Well, he does. Him. I think that kind of shines through, Marcel. But then you see a little touch of the black uh, of the punk rock with the black T-shirt, the unpretentious black T-shirt. He doesn't have anything yeah, crazy no on it. Right, like no go, label. Yeah, I don't wear labels a lot. But then I... on his wrist, on the left hand there, he's got what you got? Uh, Some mala beads. Mala beads. Little leather strap. Leather strap. That's another thing to the punk rock. With the mala beads to the spirituality. So what we got in front of us is a spiritually punk rock dude. Is that what? Is that about right? That's my stuff, man. Punk rock zen. I mm -hmm. love it. There right, and that that's what it is. And punk rock zen. What is that? It's just kind of an idea I came up with. It's my website. Kind of my philosophy, you know? I, yeah. Uh, I really, uh, punk rock for me was a huge identity. I love the whole DIY factor of it, of, you know, do it yourself and don't take shit from anybody. Make it happen. Be your own man. Carve your own path. I love that. Punkrockzen.com, right? Yeah. Okay. And I think uh, from what I've studied of uh, Buddhism, I think they align really good, you know, because it's the same... The choices are you, yours, you know, uh, take responsibility for your actions, that kind of thing. Right. I love that. So, uh, and then you put the two together, punk rock, the really angst, and the Buddhist, which is really zen and calm, and it's a yin-yang. You know who else is kind of has a similar thing is Noah Levine? Well, yeah, and he's actually a guest that's going to be coming on. Noah Levine? Yeah, I love it. I've yeah, been over there to the to against recovery. the stream. Yeah, I've yeah. gone. I've gone to against the stream a couple yeah, of times. He's coming yeah. on in two weeks. I, love, I read his book. What was that called? Yeah. Uh, Dharma Punk. Dharma yeah. Punk. Yeah, yeah. You gave he it created it. Yeah. Did I give that to yeah, you? Yeah, you did. Yeah. You see that? This yeah. knowledge flies from me on to you. My man, so uh, unbelievable. My man Blake Ingram's turned me on to him and introduced me to him. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, Blake, I love this book. I want to back up. Yeah, do it. So let's get over to okay. So you're now, you're inspired, you're falling into this whole graffiti thing. Let's yeah, go man. there for a minute. So you're thinking about jumping over the fact. Now, now you guys, let me just draw a little picture here, okay? Do it. White guys, are, white guys are doing this, man. They're putting up these pieces anonymously. They want to get away with it. Right. So that their community of graffiti artists, they can get the respect and ooh, wow, wow. But they don't want obviously the cops the cops got or any, anybody knowing scott that's got to stay silent but you still want the fame right so you're picking a venue that's as on blast as possible you're about to put yours up at yeah. the high school bro, whatever <laughs> yeah. it is. now in making this decision obviously marcel you're not a dumb guy 
you are making this decision. You're like, this very well may get me expelled. This is a major crime in a school to do something like this vandalism. And, and, and this was in what year? year? So like in 83, wow. like I don't think kids today, right? Like would you watch kids today? Like everyone's all about tattoos and everyone's all about graffiti. And it's like totally accepted now. In 83, that was some crazy shit, right? Yeah. And you got to remember, you guys, I want you guys to get clear on this. This is not some dude tagging. Right. It's not just going some... up and th no, this is like a thought out, sketched out 20 color fucking piece dude it's a huge gorgeous what does it look gorgeous like piece, what did dude. it look like dude it's like arrows explanation points and it looks like bam like out of a cartoon right like, but it says slash and there's arrows and there's drip marks and it's it looks incredible 3d it's popping off the wall got like it. i saw it and i got sprung out on graffiti god i didn't even know that was possible with a spray can it's the not letters somebody look like just it's coming off the wall scratching some shit in a toilet seat that dude like it's retarded so right. you go ahead and 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 rightly so if i knew how to do something like this i'd want to show the world too Fuck getting in trouble, man. Dude, like, Marcel, how the fuck? Let me ask you a question. I want to know this because who's that dude that does the giant fucking whales on the sides of shit? Whaling or there's a guy, an artist who 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 paints giant murals of, of whales, right? Not graffiti stuff. Not graffiti. Old he tradition, yeah. How the fuck do you guys blow shit up that big from like a little page? How there's the uh, there's different uh, methods. Ones yeah. you can lay out a grid, and then that helps you kind of map it out. The other more current way is uh, projection. So you go at night, and you put up a projection on, on the wall of your Get outline. Get the fuck out of And you kind of outline it. Got it. And then you come back during the day, and it's like a coloring book, and you fill in the color. I love it. Okay, I got it. All right, cool. So you let, so you make this decision? Yeah, so I uh, <laughs> I decide, you know, at some point, if I want to do this, fuck, I, I got to step up if I want to be a graffiti artist. Yeah, you can't be So fucking... I made the decision. I gathered up some paint i don't know where i grabbed it from or stole it from or whatever. Uh -huh. yeah and uh went in one night i think about midnight one in the morning snuck out of my pad went over to my out of your house and, yeah your parents house yeah and uh jumped in over the fence and i think it was like a sunday night so it'd be there first Fresh. thing monday right morning. you didn't want uh, anybody to try cleaning up yeah, on yeah, saturday yeah. fuck that so i went in and just knocked that thing out and uh did you get tired at all like halfway through were you no, like oh, I'm too much oh, adrenaline's running yeah. dude Hell did, yeah. you, did, did anyone almost catch you i remember hearing things but there was nobody around because <laughs> also at that time like that style of graffiti didn't exist out here yeah no you know, so when it started no. popping up around schools and in the freeways and uh, around cities yeah. they didn't know what the fuck was going on right, right. they Bro, thought it was like some full-on yeah. color pieces like it looked yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. computer put onto the wall wait, wait, wait. so i love this because man i've been in trouble i've been in some serious trouble so okay so you put it up there right yeah now, you can't sleep at night because you know Monday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't yeah, yeah, sleep yeah. that night. Right? You're yeah, just yeah. sitting there. Now, did you go back home and pretend that you went to bed? Yeah, I went back home. <laughs> <laughs> I went back home, got up the next day, came into school, and everybody. Wait, 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 So, like, dude, so you get up. Now, like, when you get up to go to school, are your parents up? Uh yeah. So do what do you do? You sit down and eat Wheaties or whatever the fuck like it's yeah, normal. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. What was your cereal? What cereal did you? I, I What's wasn't into cereal. I like <laughs> I always ate eggs. So you ate some scrambled fucking eggs. And you're like, I'm about to fucking. I'm, gonna yeah, I'm about to get expelled. <laughs> <laughs> My parents have no idea. Yeah, I'm about yeah, to yeah. drop a bomb on yeah, the suburbs yeah. right about now. Yeah.
So then, yeah, I went into school. Who knows? Who who knows? Um, who who yeah, knows? Yeah. Who really knows at I, this point? A Did couple friends knew who Slash was. I don't know how many people I told that I was going to go do it. Okay, okay. So Mark, uh, you got to loose lip sync ships. It, yeah, yeah. No, but at so, that age now, you got to tell somebody. You got to <laughs> tell a couple friends. Go were on. Were your hands? Did you have paint on your hands and shit? Yeah, I think oh, I scrubbed shit. it off. Oh, dude. oh, dude. And I went in the next day, and you know, people are already looking at it. And Marcel, I kind of casually walked by, and I'm like, oh, what's this? You know, Marcel. Uh -huh. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Marcel, uh, what is that on your hand? Is that paint? <laughs> no, 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 no. It was an art class. Mom, yeah, you know yeah, how it is. Yeah. So you go in and like, is it like, are, are people like, dude, yeah, what's up? People were tripping. Did out. anybody know who Slash was at that point? A few, a few people at school knew who I was. Okay, wait, 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 wait. So you get, so do you ride a bus to school or do you walk? What do you um, do? At that point, how old I are you? I was like 15, 16. Fucking balls on this guy. 15, uh -huh. bombed the school. Um. I think I rode my bike, or if I drove, I can't remember. What I was driving that. Okay. Ro rode his bike, dude. This is ballsy. Yeah, back yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, so, so, ballsy. so, did you leave early? Like, were you like, I'm gonna get there? Or were yeah, you like, I, think I so. gotta be cool? Like, I be. I can't remember all that, but I remember being excited. And was there it. a crowd already starting yeah. to form? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And did you at any point were you like, what the fuck did I just do? No. Ah! I knew exactly what I did. I love that. So and how does yeah. it play out? How does that play out? So. That was the first one I did. I didn't get caught for that one. Oh, oh shit. Wait, 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 wait. Was there an investigation? I think so. They didn't even call you in. Did anybody, did you get the third degree from the principal? Not at all. Wow. Not, they didn't know nothing. I think it was the third piece that I did. That's when. <laughs> oh, you got a little bit yeah. greedy. Yeah, 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 yeah. On the school? The Listen. third piece on the school? Yeah. Once again, oh, I love I this guy. He this. wanted to get caught. Yeah. Listen, listen, listen. This is, i telling you, man. I've seen it before. i say it again. Sherlock Holmes, the criminal, always returns to the scene of the crime. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, Am yeah, I right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So so on the third one, now, okay, so you put Slash up. How do they deal with that? Did they just have the janitor paint over it? Yeah, basically <laughs> that. How long did it take him to get the janitor out there painting was he out there same day painting it over um, i can't remember they might have been like the next day it was out there all day yeah yeah, yeah. did you get laid off of that what do you mean did like I... slash at some point some chick was like you're oh, slash did, yeah. did you get no, laid no, off? no no oh man too... i kept it low-key okay you yeah. didn't want to get you didn't want to get caught all right yeah so uh the second one you did what uh, they were all my name and then this time you put it on the gym no, I didn't put it on the gym. I put it at different spots. The last one I did was like, uh, I went higher. So I climbed on one of the little like awnings that go over the yeah, walkways. Yeah, you got to outdo it. So, you already yeah. set the bar. So now you got to yeah, go yeah. higher. So, How did you get caught? Hold so, on. Hold on. Wait, wait where did yeah, you yeah. put it? Where did you put it? What, it was, uh, I man, I can't even remember. It was, uh, it was again at the high school. <laughs> and it was, you know, the walkways, I got a little like an awning that goes over. Yeah. So, yeah. So the kids don't get wet. You know? Yeah. So above that, on one that was pretty visible from far out. Mm -hmm. So I, I put it up there and that one, I went with a bunch of dudes and we threw it all up. Got it. And I think there was like five of us. Oh. And the next day was Monday and I went in and in my homeroom, the Dean came in with a little summon slip and it was the first day <laughs> of the new semester. Okay. And that's why, I went and put it up. It was like bringing in the new school year. Right. right I mean, right, dude, right. it's just, it's the school spirit. What's yeah, wrong yeah, with yeah. that? So they, they, uh, so they call me in mm -hmm. and the, the Dean comes in. He's like, you know, do you have the student in your class? 
teacher points me out. And I come up and I walk towards him. He goes, you want to grab your backpack? Mr. Blanco. Yeah. I was like, what was the dean's name? Do you remember? Oh, man, I don't. Mr. Blanco. So then they pull you into the office. Pulled me in the office. And as we're walking up, I go, what's this about, man? I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> and he, he looks at me and he was pissed. And he yeah. looked at me. He goes, we have reason to believe you're responsible for the graffiti in the school. And I was like, oh, all right. That's news you to know? me. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we went in, and I had all the stuff in my backpack. Ah, oh, and uh, yeah, I had like my sketchbook and my marker. Did they go into your locker? Uh, I think eventually. And were the cops involved? Yeah, they brought cops in, and damn, yeah, it was. Uh, Did you think your world was ending at that moment? Like at that time, your fifteen-year-old brain, were you like, "Fuck"? Uh, I figured I'd get kicked out of school. Mm-hmm. Right. I didn't think I'd go sent into like juvie or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah. It was, How uh, long? So did he que- did he question you? He's like, listen, like, was it like an interrogation? Like, was the dean like, look, Mr. Blanca, we got you dead to rights. You might as well just fucking confess. It, it wasn't until uh, they went in my backpack. And once they, they went in there and got everything. Yeah. Then it was like, I couldn't, you know, it was. And I was like, yeah, it's me. Whatever. Right. You know. And did yeah. he ask you why are you doing this? Uh, I think so. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, what'd your parents get say? Out. They were pissed. Yeah, bro. <laughs> what did your yeah. What did your dad and mom do? What were they? Um, they, I think my dad didn't talk to me for a while. Yeah, <laughs> my mom was fuming, but she tried to back me up and say, you know, my kid's an artist, and uh, uh-huh. and so you took that angle. You were yeah. like, look, I'm an artist. Like, yeah. I got to get out there. That that was my angle. Right. That's still, uh, that's still your angle. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so I eventually get kicked out and looking back on my life, that was like a pretty key point in my life. Cause sure. up until that, yeah. nobody focused or any school didn't focus on me as an artist. And right. It took me getting kicked out to go to the continuation schools where they're like, well, you're an artist. You need to start looking at like the path of an artist. Can, and you, go to, can, can, can yeah. we just like, can we just get to a second? How fucked up is that? Seriously, I want to say oh, something. Man, yeah. How fucked up is that? That in order for your talent to get taken seriously, you almost have to disrupt the school that you're in and get them to kick you out and face all that in order for then somebody at a continuation school to be like, "Hey, you know what? That's your thing." Maybe right, you your should- rap sheet. We're yeah. reading your rap sheet. Yeah, and, and you're an artist. Like you could have just done that at the high school. And they take, you know, there's no art classes in school. So the whole population of kids that are creative yeah. have absolutely no nothing to focus on. Also, by not having anything to excel at, you know, they, they constantly focus on English, math, sciences, which are just as important. But there's a whole group of people that are creative that need art to excel in. Right. If you don't have that, your self-esteem goes down because you got everyone's telling you to do this stuff. And you're no good at it. Right. You may understand it. You may do all right. You just don't you're care decent, about it. But it's not your thing. Yeah. And uh, also, also, you know, it, it just gets, it's a different mindset, creative people, you know? But it's so crazy because, I mean, at the time that you bombed the school, you weren't thinking like, okay, this is how I'm going to get the, the, the system to take me seriously as an artist. It's going right, to look like right. trouble, but this is what I got to go through. You didn't know that. Yeah, it was a little more like fuck All the right. system. Right. <laughs> so yeah. then continue. So he goes to continue. So what makes you look at Steve and be like, that's a cool dude. I'm going to talk to that guy. How'd you guys meet? 
we uh, yeah i think we we're just in a class together and we we're just like started what's talking. up who are you yeah yeah we started talking and um what did you see in this did you did you reckon like you're like hey that dude's cool we or just what? start talking bro i just like he you know what <clears throat> I think he had paint on his hands. He definitely had like a sketchbook. Okay. And okay. So right away he's sharing what he got kicked out for. Cause right. we're going to be like, how did you get here? Yeah. And he's turning me on to, and I have to say, you guys, this is where I got turned on to art, right? This is where I became turned on to art, which right. ends up surrounding my life from that point forward. But he starts showing me this art and, and he's like, I start to trip out on what he's doing I start finding about uh, about the history of it and he's showing me stuff and I'm like, fuck, that's badass. And I'm thinking at the same time, man, this dude's got balls bro, yeah. to break into school and do this masterpiece. And I'm 83. like, never seen it. Right now he's he's sketching in class. He's doing like different shit. And I'm like, fuck, I'm looking at his stuff and I'm like, this dude's just badass. Yeah. Artist, bro. Yeah. So he is like, hey, man, you want to come? want to come hang out this weekend we're gonna to go to a party he says to me, you know come kick it we'll meet i'm like yeah so in high school i'm like yeah you know i fucking i think i i, I think i get my mom drops me off or i take the bus or something and i'm what gonna go out what are you getting kicked out of school for like what are you doing fighting fights weed <laughs> vandalism different kinds all right great all good bring stuff. a knife to school <laughs> firecrackers selling firecrackers also <laughs> But drug, but weed, selling weed on the school campus got me kicked got out. Got it. Okay. Which so, eventually becomes legal. Right, exactly. All right, great. So I end up coming. Now, he doesn't, now, I, 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 I go over, and here's the deal, bro. I go to hang out with him and his friends. Yeah. So he brings me around. He's got this huge group of friends. Okay. And right away, these guys are like, we're going to get six packs and somebody's driving and yeah. beer bandit yeah running into the place I running out with that. beer my favorite the was first time drunk. i hang out with these guys yeah it's like we break like 20 fucking laws yeah <laughs> going up to this park and then there's but there's this whole west side community that he's a part of and they all like go find parties or they all go to these certain spots and everybody drinks and the alcohol consumption yes. of him and his friends yes. is at a very, very high level. That's like, why I they barely... call themselves the beer yeah, Exactly, yeah. right? Right. Well, by the time I get over to his house, he's got, like, instruments in his room. I'm like, what's up, you know? And I'm seeing, like, some beer nuts. I'm like, what's up with that? Because he didn't really tell me about that part. I'm thinking he's in the graffiti art. He's like, yeah, I have, I'm in a punk band, and like, and we're going to be playing. I'm like... I'm tripping out, bro. And so by the time I go out with him, yeah. him and his friends are known as the beer nuts. Right. But there's this whole following called the beer nuts, which is almost like a gang. <laughs> like there's like a get like their 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 well, fans yeah. create like this following. Right. TBN, TBN. Right. They're writing TBN. Way before beer nuts. Insane clown posse and the juggle. All that, dude. Yeah. Beer so, nuts. There's like this army of people yeah. talking about the beer nuts. Beer nut army. And so I'm in that BNA, beer nut army. No, uh, no, no, it's a TBN. <laughs> TBN. The beer nuts. The beer nuts. TBN. It's a it. TBN family. It's and, not yeah. Turner Broadcasting. <laughs> no, and nothing. while I'm at his house, he's doing marker on his shirt. Yeah. There's flat punk rock flyers. Yeah. On skulls. And I'm like, I see that this dude is way more right. than just a graffiti artist, right? Right. I remember at one point in time, I gave him a denim jacket. And he drew like this badass skull, <laughs> a badass dude. It was bad. And so uh, I think I start kind of hanging out on the west side with him and his friends. 
And soon they're right into it within the first couple weeks. They're playing a backyard party one night. Yeah. Kegs, you know, yeah. party. And, and I'm like, it was the first time that I was actually associated or with somebody that was actually a musician at, you know what I'm saying? Starting a Not tradition that would go on forever. forever. So it's like, dude, they get up on stage and he's fucking playing the bass. Hey, is he, and, and are you one of those like low bass dudes? Are you a yeah. low bass? Yeah, dude, totally. Thumb flapping. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Freaking out. And, this is and symbolic. I, it's his dig. And, and, like, I, I, and I knew it was up with a punk show. But this is a backyard <laughs> fucking. They're, they're, it's just going off, dude. And yeah. I'm like, it's and and, and 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 he's like a king. Like, motherfucker, he's like royalty. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. And uh, it was just awesome, bro. And he's just fucking, fucking banging on the bass, and it's this huge punk show. And these dudes are in high school, bro. They're like seventeen, right. playing these gigs and shit. Right. You know? yeah. It just seemed like was good Marcel times, was so such a part of like so many big adult things. Yeah. As a kid, you know right. what I'm saying? And I'm like already bombed the school in yeah, a dude, fucking band. Exactly. And Got I was it. just like, dude, this motherfucker is one cool motherfucker, you know? That's, and about, so, that's about as cool as it gets. Yeah. And so uh that was kind of like uh you really opened my eyes to just like a lot of just yeah, you were kind of going from like the graffiti art to the punk rock stuff and like yeah. serious alcohol. Hey. Yeah, alcoholism, we, we bro. Drink, I mean, dude, I thought yeah. for sure, man, like if there was the word alcohol defined, it was these guys. These guys were drinking. They drink. A, 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 the guys were drinking excessive of more than 12 <laughs> beers a piece. Yeah, like 16. Yeah. And these are like 16, 17 year old guys drinking like I couldn't even keep up, bro. I drink a six pack and I'm going to throw up. So uh, that was kind of where we were at. And then I kind of watched uh, Marcel just kind of go down different roads and get more and more serious about music. What? So TBN was an adolescent thing that kind of came to an end that early yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It, uh, yeah. I started playing with those guys and with Jojo and Sean, Sean's passed away since, you know, that was hard loss. That was a, like my brother. How did but, he uh, pass away? He just, uh, had different troubles with, some substances and I think eventually his lifestyle just caught up with him, you know, was, to my dad. Yeah. His That's heart started dad died. having issues. So yeah, that was a hard one to lose. He reached out to me at the end and I met up with him a few times and yeah, miss that dude, you know, but, uh, I met him and Jojo in junior high and we started playing and then we met up with, uh, Alan Adams who started singing for us and, went on and yeah it was predominantly like high school and about like in my 20s i think i left and i started looking for other music and they kept going and they still played out and, and this is like when he's talking about uh, when they're playing like late junior high school and into high school yeah this is like when punk rock is at an all-time high in the united states like this is when Black Flag and Suicidal Tendencies. Right. And, and then and yeah, then we're, West Side Groups. Yeah, we're like the little brothers to Suicidal. All those right, dudes were. Right, exactly. Bell Wolf. Yeah, Bell Wolf, No Mercy. Neighborhood and Watch. Rick, Rick Clayton, who did all the artwork uh, for Suicidal, who's a friend of mine now, was like a huge inspiration. I love that dude's artwork. And that's who drew, started drawing on all the shirts. And that's mm -hmm. basically who I emulated, you know? Listen, I got a question, <clears throat> and we've got an expert here now. Maybe he can answer it. What is, I, when I look at a lot of punk rock stuff, dirt, like, 
you know, obviously there's the British kind of like origination, all that stuff. But why, what's the connection with the Latin community? Because I also, in America, punk rock, it, I almost always it's predominantly seems like Latin people are really down with doing punk rock and they get the, they get the aesthetic. They get the yeah. aesthetic. What is that? That, I'm, I don't know. I think it's just because it's a Latin culture so dominant here. So many Latin people are just, it's just part of the population that absorbed the, the got into the scene. I don't know if it's specifically a Latin thing. Do you think there's you something know? in being Chicano? Because I feel like there is that lends itself to the, like for you, let's say for you, yeah. the punk rock thing. What is the punk rock ethic, ethos? Like what is punk, like what is that? For me, I think it's very much the uh, DIY. You know, you go, you're not going with the mainstream. You're doing your own thing. Um, so break, that, breaking that, off. Right, yeah. that right there links up with the Latin community because that do it yourself, you're doing your own thing. Do you know how many Latin dads I know that they're like, no, we're not going to the store to buy that. I'm a, I know how to make that. I'm going to make right. that <laughs> yeah, right here, much, right? Sure. Yeah. And, and lowriders... Right, or customized cars that are DIY yeah. for a lot of these dudes. That's so absolutely. maybe that's what the connection between punk rock and the Latin community, the extra special thing. Because yeah. I think most of the Latin dudes that I know, like in the suicidal tendencies, there's Latin dudes in that, right? Yeah, Luigi, who was the bass player for they seem the, to the original bass player. excel yeah. at punk rock in a now, way that others don't. Let me say something. Do it. Now, there's a couple of things. Now, you're a little bit younger than us. So. Mm -hmm. Now, I think now, as punk rock's gotten to a certain place, I think, yes, there's a large Latino community. But when punk rock, when I was in high school, was being introduced, it wasn't a big Latino thing. It Got was it. a white thing. And there were some Latinos. And, like, the guy... Now, now I want to say that. And then I want to also say something else. You can't compare the West Los Angeles the Four Corners punk scene to any other punk scene. Why you gotta not? Remember yeah. Because Why not? you had punk rock, cholos, white boy surfers and skaters, right? All combined. You don't have that anywhere. That's this whole dog town Venice suicidal. There's a certain thing that only happened on the West Side. Yeah, and it was this mash. So you had dudes that maybe were like homies from neighborhoods that were kind of into punk that were wearing flannels and flip like. Like that whole Chicano culture, yeah, went and 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 clashed with punk rock, right? This white punk rock English yeah. thing, yeah, hit this Chicano thing, right? Yeah, but at the same time, you had these dudes who were like skating and surfing, right? right. So this beach whole dudes. thing, be, in a beach community like this West Side, right, made this mold of like dudes that wore like Vans, Levi's, flannels. Uh, hats flipped up, up with the neck yeah. like dude that's a combined thing bro that you started here well, bro i, I yeah, wanted yeah, to yeah. say that in the 80s i'm i'm younger than you and ladies and gentlemen a very rare opportunity here sean's coming to speak yeah. uh sean let's <laughs> go ahead sound man sean. what i was gonna say is that like in new york there was a, a punk scene and it was like really merging with hip-hop and then out here you got kind of like what that. what do you mean well, they have they would have shows out in in New York that would combine punk rock, Clash, and, and Public Enemy, 
Yeah, no, yeah. Because it because Beastie that, Boys came from punk. Yeah, oh, that's exactly. True. Yeah, exactly. It's because there was the same kind of rebellious, like fuck it attitude yes. that was right. in the fucking music. Right. All right, go ahead. And then you know, DC had its own scene as far as punk rock goes. And then I know that you know I, I didn't live through it, but I know that uh, Los Angeles had their own scene. And that and I do I associate that skate kind of that skate culture with like a lot of. A bit of punk rock absolutely like, for bro. sure Hell yeah. yeah so I yeah can was, see that like merging together yeah that totally. makes sense. it was like uh with dogtown and like suicidal it really merged kind of yes. that chola look yeah. with yeah. the surfer and skater and right yeah like you say the west side was was diverse because like the dogtown the zephyr teams was like asian dudes latino white boys black dudes and the the punk scene out here in or on the west side was the same, you know. Yeah, it had black dudes, Mexicans, white dudes, that. everybody. So you had a, all these cultures. You had the white boys bringing in like a surf skate type feel. You had Chicano dudes bringing in their thing. You had the punk. Right? So it was like you got this flavor, bro. And that flavor's been people have tried to market it. And yes, Dogtown did hit it. But there's like. There's a certain look, bro, yeah. that the world tries to copy now. Yeah. And it's a very, very Southern California West, it's a West Side thing, dude. Right. And that's a very certain look, bro. I mean, kind of like what uh, dude from Blink 182 is trying to go for that a little bit, right? The way yeah, his style but he's, is. But he's, he's a kid that's following. He wanted to live in a time and be something that was before him. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. He is after that, yes. Right. But uh, it's... Uh, or, or, or yeah, maybe I think like Orange County, it kind of happened there, too. Cause yes, it's a, it did. It's a yes, it did. Town. It's a beach town. Yes, yeah, it so, did. Right. It came We're in Orange, The wave yeah, came even yeah. bigger. We're in Orange down. County right now. Yeah, so yeah. just the beach is just right over there. Yeah, yeah. That's where, like, it really took off with, like, the Chicano community in a big way, bro. Right. The whole punk thing. And that was, like, maybe 10 years later, you saw it start to really ramp up. Got it. But like an aftershock. But at the time when it was going down, people were like black punk rockers, like caviar and people like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like tripping on like it's a black dude with a mohawk or like you know what I'm saying? Fishbone was that Fishbone? Do you guys no? But Fishbone was around. Yeah. All right. And Fishbone was around at like the same time as like the beer nuts and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was all back then. So it definitely and 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 Marcel is really. A piece of that culture, like a true piece, like an embodiment. Of that. Yeah, man, because these guys might be playing a punk gig, and in one little corner of like the punk rock party, be some cholos hanging out, right? And everybody be like, "Don't fuck with those dudes." You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. or you know, you might be. They may. These guys might all be standing around drinking with some fucking flannels on, yeah. and like the enemy neighborhood, like Santa yeah, Monica, yeah. might come through, yeah, and yeah. they'd be like, "Oh shit, dude!" Like get and get shot at and be mistaken for yeah. the gang. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was like this weird, weird mix, bro. Yeah. And, I, I remember this uh, one time. There's a Black Flag show at Santa Monica Civic. Right. Mm-hmm. We needed a ride. And uh, went to 7-Eleven to score some beer. Run into our boy, uh, Eric Nabayan, uh, Mousy from Sotel. And uh, he had a car. We're like, yo, you want to go to this punk show? Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck it, I'll roll. <laughs> and he's like in his pleated pants. He's got huh? a thin tie. His patent leather shoes, trench coat, mm-hmm. hairnet. I love it. And uh, so we go to this show. We're in there. And we're like, let's go up to the pit. He's like, the pit? What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> we get in there and the band starts and it erupts. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, he thinks a fight's breaking out. We're yeah. like, no, 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 man. It's cool. It's cool. Dancing. Yeah. It's called dancing. It's all good. Everyone. Yeah. And he's like, wait, you guys are fucking crazy. Yeah. 
So it goes and the show's going on. And at one point I'm in the pit and I feel somebody put their arm around me and like grab me. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I turn around and it's him. And he's in the pit with us. Like, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. He got it. He got it. It was yeah. awesome. That I was really funny. That. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, okay, so you guys are at continuation school. You're tripping out. He meets the beer nuts. The beer nuts are flying off the wall, breaking mirrors and doing all kinds of shit. Then what? Well, then what? So when does the spiritual aspect start hitting you, man? You got to take it from there, Marcel. You got to <laughs> tell us what, kind of what, what, what starts happening in life. I mean, kind of, because you went on from after the beer nuts. Is that kind of when H is for orange? Was that what transcended you into that band? H is for orange. A H is orange. Yeah. H is orange. Yeah. yeah. I've been, uh, so after Beer Nuts, I was playing, it's always been art and music, you know. Right. Um, art is visual, music. Visual arts. Yeah. And music for me. Yeah. So uh, when I got kicked out of high school, I eventually went into art school. All the while, I was still playing with the Beer Nuts. And then, what art school did you go to? Uh, Otis. All right, sure. Yeah. That's local, right? Yeah. Like this, At the uh, time, uh, it was over by MacArthur Park. Now it's by LAX. Yep, saw it. You see yeah. that. All right, cool. And, um... So I went there, I was studying art, I was playing music, and I got kind of burned out with just playing punk rock. I wanted to explore other kinds of music. So, Because um, it's a limited register. Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful, and I love it, and I still listen to it, but it's I like I like diversity and to try different things. Yeah, I'm it's like the blues. Blues are awesome, yeah. right? Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. going to be the same shit every yeah, single yeah, yeah. time, just different variations. So, I uh, so I started you know, meeting other musicians and playing other bands and stuff like that. Um, were you ever formally trained? No, on music? I took I took private lessons here and there, but okay. other than that, it was just. Could you? Can you read music? No. Ah, so you do it by ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. And um, then in art school, also uh, a lot of my painting teachers were didn't really get into the graffiti I was doing, and I always had a battle with them. It's not high art. Yeah, yeah, and it's like graffiti's burned out. It's a passing phase. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> cut to now don't you just love yeah, that yeah 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 my favorite <laughs> listen yeah. it's day listen it's on its last leg rap's not yeah. gonna be here any longer yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a fad nowadays anybody's like yeah you're wasting your time with that i'm like oh dope i'm on to something right exactly um so i started playing with other bands i was playing with my boy rich abigon who's a fucking amazing photographer now and designer and uh me and him linked up and Played for numerous years, different bands, and then eventually got with this band H is Orange. That uh, how do you come up with a name like H is Orange? It comes from a condition called synesthesia. Uh -huh. That's kind of a crossing of the senses. Yeah. So like when 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 somebody hears something or feels something and a color or something would present themselves in their mind. Yeah. Exactly. Got it. And uh, the singer at the time, uh, Sam Nelson, uh, had that condition, and he had a little independent solo project that was named H's Orange and we're like that's fucking cool dude let's go with that yeah so, I love that alright cool so H, and or H, H, H is, is orange. orange not Agent Orange so that, that was that band and we did some played around all the clubs how many whiskey. people thought it was Agent Orange that's what I thought oh man that everybody yeah right yeah but yeah. that's kind of what makes it genius because <laughs> There's a confusion there, and then you got to re-explain it. And so yes. as a result, everyone... I thought it was Agent Orange. Yeah, I remember yeah. when he, he would tell me. I thought he was going to tell me that one of his homies, who wasn't that educated for the <laughs> longest time, thought it wasn't Agent Orange. Mm -hmm. It's H is Orange. And was like, hey, what the hell is H is Orange, man? <laughs> no, no, Agent Orange, fool. All right. So, uh, yeah. What we, kind of band was that? It was like a 
alt rock band kind of deftones ish. Okay. Like along those lines. Okay. None of this Jim Blossom shit, huh? No, 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 no. And uh, dude, we, wait. For, yeah, yeah. Before we go any further, how much? How many? How much? Okay. Now you blew up the school graffiti, the beer nuts. Yeah. You know, he's basically a guru when it comes to getting drunk in the backyard and listening to music. <laughs> right, right, right. Right. Then he's in the H's is orange. At Otis. How much? At Otis. Which is not the name uh, uh, of an African-American gentleman from the South, but it's the name of an art school here in Los Angeles. So how much, how many women, like how much were you getting laid? Come on, dude. <laughs> not that much. Get the fuck. I don't believe that. Are you married? Is it, you gotta, are you protecting anybody? No, no, no. I got my lady, love her to death. But uh, yeah, I always wanted to be a player. It just... That's not. He was a boyfriend type. Yeah, he into I was relationship. Not, did you? Yeah. Have, but but were girls throwing themselves at you? At some, you're a bass player in a band. Do yeah. chicks are gonna throw themselves at you? I think I was just clueless at it because a lot of times people would be like, "Yo, man, homegirl is all into you." And then what would you I'm do? Like, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I never saw it, but yeah, that I, is I wasn't, crazy. Yeah. To I wasn't me. a monk, but I was not a player by any means. <laughs> yeah, just wasn't my thing. Did know. you try to be a player at one point, and then you were like, you know what, this is too crazy? Because I did yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it just what it's happened? Not in me. It's not in you. Yeah, you had like multiple women going, and then you were like, dude, this is just I can't handle this. Yeah, I just uh, for me, you know, I like connection. I like deep connections with people, and that's always I think resonated with me in my friendships. Yeah, in my music and my art. Yeah, that's just the person I am, you know. And the more I explore myself, that's just. That's what it's about, you know. I think ultimately in the world, what's lacking is more connection with people. We understand each other better and more. It'd be a better place, man. All right. Well, so you heard it here first. Uh, <laughs> world exclusive, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Marcel is not a player. He's not a player. He just crush a lot. He likes deep. <laughs> <laughs> he likes deep connections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, H so. is for orange and. And excuse me, and I don't mean to sound r retarded when yeah, I say man. this. Uh, that word retarded, sorry. All right, it's um, all right. That I know that you you played often, and you invited me to a lot of different shows, and you really you gave yourself to that project, and but it, you guys never really were able to like get it off. We was never able to hit that next peak. Yeah. Oh man, that was it was close. It was <laughs> close. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. And and all the while I was still like. Playing with graffiti a little bit too, right. and I think with H is Orange, that's when I kind of pulled away from graffiti the most. And I got into uh, with my art, I bailed art school, and I got into uh, graphic design and art direction and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's kind of how I funded myself through with the music. So with H is Orange, it was probably one of the best bands I had. Everybody was solid. All the pistons were firing. Yeah. And we cut a demo probably like six months after we formed the demo was just, you know, the songs we had at the time, we send it out, see what happens. And all of a sudden we start getting all these callbacks from major labels and people are taking us to dinner and, you know, Ugh. we're meeting with like managers of rage against the machine. Yeah. And no doubt. And all yeah. these people are <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Whoa. And it's starting to happen. Like daily, we're getting the calls and the meetings. Right. And the band was hot. We we're playing, you know, the whiskey, the troubadour, Roxy, all those, all the things. And so we set up a showcase to have all the A&R people come down to the whiskey to check us out. And uh, we have the show. We show up. 
and we fucking killed it. Ugh. One of the best shows I ever played. The place was packed. Right. It was fucking just blew up. Yeah. We finished the show. All the ARs like says, you know, what's what, so what's the next step with you guys? I said, well, we're going out to the East Coast. Right. And we got like a two week tour booked out there. So we're going to do that. They said, perfect. We'll meet you out there. We'll take you around. Yeah. Introduce you to all the people on the East Coast. And yeah. We'll make that happen. So dope. So we fly out. We fly out September 10th, 2001. Mm-hmm. Next day was 9-11 in ah. New York. And it just all the went, momentum. went away. Wow, yeah. bro. We went in and met with a couple people. And one of the dudes is like, hey, man, you guys can come in and let's hang out. But last thing on anybody's mind is to sign the next big rock act, you know? So All the momentum. Yeah. So it all. Dude, just, take us through the process it. of like. Learning That's how to crazy, that dude. fucking breaks my heart. Like I just <laughs> had my heart just broke. My heart just fucking broke. Cause I mean, there's a lot of people that get close when they say they get close, and then you hear their close story. It's like, yeah, it's not really that yeah. close. But that's pretty yeah. fucking close. We, we were right? at the door. The door was open. We were looking in. And a plane yeah. just slammed yeah. right yes. in there. Yes. Jesus. Brain, plane took the building down. So yeah. so did you guys, Fuck. so on two, uh, on, on 9-11, did you guys, did you all as a band, I mean, of course you were upset about what happened, and of course it was a major thing. But setting all that aside, like, did you also know, like, that's not a good, that's not yeah, going to help yeah. us? Yeah, we were like, immediately it was like, yeah, and, and, then, and then and then so how do you the next question that comes to my mind this is natural is okay but why didn't you guys sit it out uh we did we continued playing for years we put out uh our own music created our own record label oh, i love that but you know that's punk rock you know? right the reason all the punk labels started was nobody would sign any of the punk acts right so they created their own labels and Started putting stuff out, which eventually turned into big labels. You know? Right, like like a cent, like you know, if you have like an awesome fucking podcast and you're taking it all around, and then you're like, fuck it, let's just make our own podcast company. Yeah, right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we we kept at it for years and put like three or four records out. Nice. And uh, eventually, people got married and kids and we summer just kind of sixty nine. Yeah, so we just kind of you know went in our own directions and we're still friends and everything's cool. At least you had a backup with fucking art. Yeah, yeah. I love that. This guy's, most people's backup is fucking, you know, uh, law or like yeah. accounting. Nah. Marcel's backup is art. Well, I want to I want to get into something here. I, I remember standing on the outside of our friendship and Marcel, you being at a place where, I don't know, man. I almost feel like I was frustrated for you you're it just seemed you were at this place in your life and you and i was watching you invest in these other things and i felt like but well you would you would say different things to me about your art but it was almost like you felt like you were being held like there was something invisible holding you back from taking this step or fully investing you remember you know exactly what i'm talking about i think so yeah 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 and and I think you, I don't know, I think you were at some kind of crossroads in your life about what am I going to do or where am I at and what am I, and, and about taking some chances and stepping out. And like, uh, I just remember you kind of making a decision to kind of put some things down and take like an invisible step forward yeah. with your art. Yeah. 
because uh, after H is Orange, I played in a few bands. I played in a band called That Noise and tried some other stuff. And I got to a point where it just it it turned into work. It really was a lot of efforts and not that much joy in going to rehearsal and playing the shows. It turned into a lot of you know. And I was I was kind of going through a hard time. I'd uh, I'd broken up with this girl I'd been for, with for a long time. That was that was a hard decision. It was actually you know she was really bringing me down. She had a lot of. Uh, let me interrupt you a second. I don't, yeah. Let me. Yeah. What those I have been saying to to Chumon is that there, there there seemed to be a point where like none of this stuff really panned out, panned out. Right. And I felt like my friend was at a crossroads in his life. Was right. he going to take this invisible step into art and get behind his art? Yeah. Or was he going to kind of stay tippy toeing around a few different things? Right. And so he's kind of telling me, you know. He did some more music stuff. Then you go through a breakup with your girl. Yeah. And Dude, it, those are, listen, those are the hardest ones, Marcel. Yeah. The ones that got the negative stuff that you like. There's a certain kind of pleasure and enjoyment to be had, you know, swirling down to the bottom with a, with a, with a girlfriend. You yeah, know? yeah. There's a, but it was stagnation, you know. Right. It was constantly, you know, just in that same place for too long for yeah. me anyway. Yeah. And, and so what happened? What, what, so, what crossroads did you hit? One was ending that relationship and getting out of it. That mm-hmm. was a big one for me. The next was, you know, with music, because that's something still I wanted, that I still wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And um, I took a little break from the band and was thinking about, okay, you know, I talked with the band. The band suggested, you know, why don't you take a little break and we'll write some new stuff and you can, you don't have to be here and chill out, do your thing. Um, and at that time, I really did a lot of soul searching and started thinking about when I wanted to come back to the band and started thinking if I wanted to come back to the band. Mm-hmm. And I started realizing just the thought of thinking of leaving the band mm-hmm. brought a real calm to me. Right. And by that, I realized, ooh, that just the thought of that feels good. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what I need to do. Right. So yeah. uh, I went back to them and I was like, hey, guys, and I don't think they were expecting it. I said, I think I'm holding you guys back and I think you guys need to go because my heart's not in it anymore. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I'm out and I stepped down and from that point it was like, okay, what am I going to do now? And I said, well, let me go at it with my art and really dive into it. Cause at that point I'd never really been a fine artist, Mm -hmm. done commercial and graphics and all that kind of stuff or been an outlaw, you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. writing on the freeways and everything. So, uh, you mean like take yourself seriously as, seriously. as like a fine artist and yeah, it takes a certain amount of like uh, confidence and self-esteem yeah, yeah, to yeah. say, you know what? I am a fucking artist, like a real, like a, I deserve, yeah. uh, that's and interesting. that in itself took a while for me to, uh, own and you know, it's, I don't know where the self-esteem thing comes from for me, but it's always been a Were struggle. Were your parents extra hard on you? Not at all. They're actually super supportive. I think in a way that's what happened. It was almost like a false praise, you know, which I think affected me in a negative way because <sighs> I didn't believe it when people said, oh, you're dope. And I'm like, ah, eh, you're just saying that. Okay, hold on a second. This is, this is, I think this is a major thing in our generation and younger. This not belief. Okay, so the, the false praise, right? What? 
do you do you have a sense and you're not locked into anything here but like do you have a sense at when you started to understand like um they're telling me they're blowing me up but i don't really feel like that's true i think that started in about my early teens and what do you think caused that like Um, what do you what do you think was the reason why did you commit I mean, you don't have to say it here, but did you commit a violation internally that you're like, I'm doing this thing and thus I'm not worthy of the praise? Or was it or was it like I'm not working hard enough and I'm getting this bullshit praise? Yeah, it was more the felt like I'm not working. I'm getting praise for stuff that's not deserving of that much praise. Um, And I think. I think it came from my mom, you know. Yeah. I love her to death. Of course. She had the best intentions, wanted to support me with everything. Yeah. But it was to the point of there was no wrong, you know. And so, you knew that wasn't right. On and some I was people. a little like, it, like I can understand I was good, but it's like it wasn't always, you know, the fucking, the light coming off of it, you know. Right. Dude, uh, you know what? I'm going to say I'm something. like that with my son a lot. Yeah. I find myself being Praise over, too yeah, much, praising yeah. too much. Yeah. See, I'm going to say, because. Because I've a lot of the thing that I've been thinking about in the last month a lot is like, you know, the last 40 years of this country, it the stated project, the overt stated project of school, the system, whatever you want to call it, has always been like, well, we're going to build the self-esteem in kids. And yet when you look at the results, the actual results, it's like in the opposite direction. Yeah. So I'm like, how is it possible that you would have the stated res- the stated goal of improving self-esteem in kids and what you're actually getting are kids with zero confidence, zero esteem. And I think part of it is this ethic that kind of developed around the 80s, which was like what you're supposed to do is blow sunshine up your kid's ass no matter what, right? Like that's in order to develop self-esteem in your kid, they got to believe that 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 you believe they could do no wrong and yet there's a dishonesty in there yeah and i think you're right dude i honestly i felt the same way and sometimes i felt like when my dad was uh like praising me to other people like it wasn't always directly to me it was different than what i mean i think maybe you're saying with your mom but with my dad it was like in front of other people he was praising me up mm-hmm. and so somewhere along the way I, I started to understand it wasn't about me it was about how he looks right right Right. And so then I would then there that I think started a piece in me of like, oh, you know, myself saying you're a piece of shit because really you're just there to make your dad look good when the time's ready. Mm-hmm. Got nothing to do with you. So that's interesting. OK, so it took a while then for you to work through like, OK, I deserve to be an artist in my own right. Yeah. 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 Got it. Because I, I guys, I specifically know there was a specific time in Marcel's life. When this guy said, I'm going to go ahead and go for art. Like he was putting down the music. He was putting down the the nine to five. Like all that shit was going to get pushed out. And this guy was going to go forward with art. All and it in. was, it was, I, I want to also say this. I don't know if you guys have paid attention to this, but over the last five years, graffiti now, yeah. they're starting to revisit all these old graffiti writers and yeah. now they're becoming now it's becoming the hottest thing again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I notice on a lot of ad campaigns where it's like it's a corporate thing or a commercial thing that they've they've artificially included the dripping um, spray paint yeah, to yeah, give it that effect. That it's right? now becoming it's almost like it was it almost went away or they but like and now they're 
celebrating it. And right. it started about, I want to say around five years ago. Did did you take notice to that, that this thing was on a big up, like now that we're starting to recelebrate? Did you see, hey, you know what? I'm a part of what they're now. That now they're starting to recognize what we were doing yeah. 20 years ago. Now it's being celebrated. I need to I need to secure my place in there or I need to step up. Yeah, well, when I when I went back and started doing my art, I was doing it for about two or three years. And then that uh, beyond uh, the art in the street show happened, mm -hmm. which was the first graffiti art show in a museum. Mm hmm. And where was that at? At the Mocha, um, here in, in Los downtown, An yeah, in uh, like Little Tokyo. Yeah, yeah, and, Los uh, Angeles. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, curated by Roger Gassman, and who's that? He's a big curator, collector in the art world. Um, currently, he did Beyond the Street show, which is a huge one. He's got Beyond the Streets in New York right now. Love it. Which is okay. that one's in that show? Yeah, it celebrates graffiti art. You know, you see how that shit is. You see how that shit fucking pisses me off. Why Honestly, because it's like for a long time, they're like, nah, son, that's not real art. That's yeah, bullshit, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And then one day some dude like Roger Gassman, some curator, you know, all of a sudden it's fine art and they walk you into the museum. But dude, I'm seeing this happen. Yeah. And I'm seeing like old graffiti artists yeah. that are part of his crew that he rolled with are now like starting to get like these huge corporate jobs. Right. Now they're starting to get written about. Right. And I'm thinking to myself. My boy is one of like the main dudes. Right. But he's over here like on some other shit. Yeah. But you help make what they're now about. They're like on this shit. This shit's going forward. And you were part. And I, I felt like from the outside, like Marcel should be right there in the thick of all of it. He's one of the dudes that started this whole fucking thing. Right. I feel like Marcel's there now. But, I, but at a point in time, I felt like. You, it was like, dude, man, you need to get in there, bro. That's yeah, your yeah. shit, dude, bro. Dude, Steve. Does that make sense, what dude, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, Steve. You know so many people at so many levels in Los Angeles, from art to uh, fashion, whatever, right? You know so many people. I got to believe, and you were right there, and you're friends with all of them. I got to believe every five minutes when something's blowing up, you're like, shit. Absolutely, absolutely, bro. Stinky, absolutely. He fucking, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Slinky, he fucking Slinky was doing that shit before yep. anyone else. Yep. He needs yep. to wake yep. the fuck yep. up and yep. get out yep. there. Yep. Yep. yep, yep, For every single thing. Absolutely. Just like that AT&T thing I sent you. Yeah. To fucking, they stole fucking 213, dude. Fucking. You know what we're going to do? We're going to do prediction shows. <laughs> hey, that's what we're going to do. We're going to bring you in and you're going to be like, look, my homeboy Sleepy. He yeah, fucking yeah, da, 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 da. This is going to be the next it's big called thing. called trending. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So now I feel like over the last certain amount of time, Marcel. Yeah, man. He, you did step into that, bro. Yeah. And I feel like now. Now people are starting to recognize this dude for who he is right. and his art. And like, I mean, I tried to move it along. I tried to bring him to the hundreds and do a collaboration yeah. on some punk rock revisited type yeah. stuff. But it was like, I've always been pulling for this guy. We're finally getting to a place where we're going to start doing a little work together Yes, with like, the flyer. I'm going to have him that. do some Westlos um, apparel pieces I for us that. and, but I just feel like you're finally stepping into like Marcel, yeah. Sal Blanco. Like, 
Dude, like you have the biggest future in front of you, Marcel. <laughs> Thank you, you do, bro. You are like, it's just, it's happening every day. And bro, I've got to tell you something. In the last month, I've talked to like four, I probably talked to 10 people and I'm like, that don't know you personally. Right. And I'm like, you know, sell. And they're like, the graffiti artist sell? I'm like, yeah. Fuck yeah. I go, I'm having on my show. I don't know that dude, bro. Oh, I met that guy one day. Oh, I should do that. You know, like, and these are, these are artists, dude. Some are graffiti artists. Some are just regular artists. And they're like, they know who the fuck you are, man. And maybe 10 years ago, I felt like everybody should know who you are. And they didn't know who you were. Yeah. You know, and you're, and you always been that whole humble behind it. It's happening right now. I'm watching (laughs) you say all this and I'm seeing him laugh a little nervously when you're saying like, I'm talking to people who don't know you. And I say, sell the artist. And they're like, yes, I know that. And then I look at sell and he's like, he's a little, he's, he's, he's he's a little humble, right? Yeah, he is. And he always like, if, if there was five graffiti artists and there was like an interview going on, Marcel would definitely be the guy in the back. Just kind of like. You know what? Fuck you know that. What I'm saying? <laughs> Fuck that. And it's like you're, you're getting pulled up to the front, bro. And I just, I just enjoy every time you there's something what? with an art show, and it's like you're doing the art show. You you're in the art show. You it's know like, what? Hell you know yeah. What? You know what? And, and listen, part of it is, so, dude, if you're gonna commit to art, which you have, like which what Steve is saying, you also got to commit that part of it is you just taking the limelight and saying, "Fuck it, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm taking the line. I'm just gonna commit to it." Absolutely. Yeah. Right. You're not yeah, better or worse. You're the same as. So as a result, that opportunity is is yours. Like that's yeah. your thing. Like like you have been doing it. We just talked about a 30 year old career where they almost kicked you out of life. They were like, you can't be here. Mm-hmm. You were in the beer nuts. <laughs> you were in the band. You were the fucking tagging shit. And Lucky here yeah. you are still rolling with Lucky after all these years. And and it's now yours for the taking. Yeah. These are real credentials. Yeah. These are not fake credentials. Yeah, it took me a while to understand that, but I've I've made peace with it and I own it now, you know, that I'm an artist and this is what I got to offer the world. Hell fucking yeah. And I, I mean, bring it hard. I it, dude, think about it. Even I bet you I bet you I you don't hear about it, but I bet you like there was a time when like Dolly or Picasso or whoever the fuck these guys were, I bet you there was times where they were like I don't know. It's I'm kind of selling out a little bit if I kind of go out there and start blowing myself up a little bit. And they had to come to terms with like, do you want to be remembered? Do you want to put a mark on this planet? Do you want to like actually have some say? Then you got to actually fucking just do it. Own some shit. Own yeah. it. Yeah. Sink your yeah. teeth into it. Drop and I know that that's not your natural yeah. default as a human being, as a person. I know your personality. But I've seen you step more towards it. Yeah, yeah. Listen, <laughs> what are we talking about? Listen, the Buddha, <laughs> the Buddha, right? The one I just painted. Listen, <laughs> the one he just painted, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. You heard it here first. Sajman. the Buddha. Okay, that dude. Right. There was a time when he came to enlightenment, according to the legends, where he realized that most motherfuckers were not going to get what he was saying, right? And he was going to enter nirvana. He's like, you know what? I worked my balls off to get this enlightenment. Like I blew past all the yogis. I did everything they said. I never saw God. Mm-hmm. I didn't see any of that shit. Now I was left with nothing. Then I went and I was like, okay, I'm going to fucking, you know, I'm going to do something moderation, right? Not too much, not too, blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to sit there in faith under the Bodhi tree until I get some enlightenment. But I don't know if it's ever going to happen, but that's what I'm going to do. Right. Okay. 
And he fucking gets there and he does it and he has this little there's a there's a little bit of a struggle within him after he after he's got the enlightenment. Mm-hmm. Like he's already a wise dude. Mm-hmm. But he's like, you know, what should I do? Should I say fuck it and just take my peace with me and just leave and then that's all I'm gonna do? And that's pretty good actually. I mean, that's not some small fucking potatoes. That'd be hard for him. Or am I gonna stay and talk to these other mouth breathers, all these ignorant asses? And I'm gonna try to help them with enlightenment and da 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 da. And I'm gonna go around with my bowl and I'm gonna mm-hmm. get free shit. Yeah. And I'm gonna develop a crowd and I'm gonna, I'm not doing it for that. But that's what I'm gonna do. And he chose that path. Am I wrong? Exactly. That's you in the art world, my friend. <laughs> Seriously, that's you. Yeah, yeah. You've come to this place and you're like, you know what? Because you got something to say with the art more than just, I'm Marcel and I want to make a living, yeah. right? What is it? What, what's more for you in that art? Because you got more than that. You got a message. Yeah, for me, and I think that's why it wasn't important for me to step up because it was for me, you know? And uh, what I see in my art, it's definitely conscious. It brings thought to people, reflection. I have a mural in Santa Monica, a reflect mural, and an Inspire mural. They're kind of uh, brother and sister murals. And I get posts from, from people sending me messages that they walk by that every day. And because of that, they've decided to leave their job and pursue a different career, follow their dreams, stuff that they want to do. I love that. And for me, that's what it's about, you know? Right. If, if my artwork can touch people in that way, wow, man, that's, that's amazing. And I put a lot of heart and thought and emo- my emotion into it. And if I can have a, a painting or a mural that people, someone can stand there and it hits them hard enough to cry or laugh or rage, then I think I'm doing something good to stir something up, you know? Where Wait, is that mural? It's on uh, 9th and Pico in Santa Monica. There's one on 9th and Pico and the other one's on 10th and Pico. I love that. And they're like... Uh, Probably 20, one's 20 foot by like 60 feet. It's a big wall. You know what we're going to do? What? Not only for Westlos. Yeah. But for our projects with hard luck, with different things that we do. Yeah. We're going to get spots. And we're going to have them do murals for us. I love that. And then, and then, and then Marcel was talking to us about a, um, a, a project Oh, look at this. Let me let me describe it. That's the reflect one. Okay, this That's one is fucking bad, dude. That <laughs> dude, <I'm... laughs> dude, there's nothing better than when dude. That's high praise. When Steve was like, "That's fucking bad." Dude. That's <laughs> uh, that's a fucking sign off right there. Okay, so uh, this is on the tenth or the ninth in Pico. That's on ninth in Pico. Ninth in Pico. What I've got is a mural which is fucking huge. That thing is as tall as the building. So I got to think, what is how many feet up is that? It's like you? twenty feet. Twenty about feet. Sixty. Up. I love it, and it says reflect. Uh, in regular cat block letters, and the color is what color is that? Artist? It's like a magenta. A magenta. magenta. I fucking. It even sounds sexy when you say it. I know. A magenta, and then it's got a pool of water underneath with a. It looks like a. It's. A, I'm not gonna say it's a woman, but it's. It, it looks like a woman to me. And then it's. Uh, and she's looking into the water with the fucking cool ass hood on, and she's staring at her reflection and making ripples. But you want to know what really makes this fucking thing? I said all that. That's all good. It's a blue tones down below. 
I guess that goes against the uh, artist. Is that an idea? Like the blue is a good relationship to the magenta in terms of the color. Yeah, good contrast. Yeah, dude, you think I don't know anything? All right, here we go. But the thing is, is it's the fucking seagulls. Are those seagulls? Yeah. It's the fucking seagulls. I feel like make it because it gives it depth. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, and it's a certain thing about like the the beach and then also. Do you have the other one? Yeah, I love that. I, I want to see that. the sister to it. That one is Inspire, right? Oh, I fucking love it. Same color scheme, except this looks like Doves. Is that Doves? Or is that... Okay. I love that, and it's uh, same color Music? scheme. Yeah. All right, check it out. Fucking yeah. Look at that. Marcel. Bro. Does your girl... I mean, do you ever... Like, is your girl like, you know what, Marcel? That I, is amazing. It's romantic Thank when you, you draw amazing. me shit, Marcel, but, like, you've drawn me so many things. Let's do... Let's, can we just go out to dinner? Like, do, <laughs> Does she ever get tired of it, or she loves it? She really enjoys my work. She's, she's crazy that. supportive, too. I love that. And, uh, yeah, she's amazing, my lady. Carmen. Carmen Guerrero. Guerrero. That's like a... Is that like a Guerrero? What is that? Warrior. Warrior. Fucking. Her name is uh, Carmen Guerrero That's Fal where they get Falcon, the which is Warrior Falcon. Oh, Jesus Christ. Is that <laughs> a Falcon? Badass. That's a Falcon. Tell me your right daughter's there. name. Yeah. Oh, Tigra Sarah. Oh, Tigra. nice. My Tigra. Yeah. Tigra Sarah. She's coming uh, in about three weeks. Yeah. My wife's as big as a house right now. She's got regular body parts everywhere else, but her <laughs> stomach is huge. <laughs> uh, I love this. All right. I'm, I don't know, man. I'm inspired. I, I fucking love a Buddhist artist, fucking punk rock dude. You know what? <laughs> I want to I just ask you this. Tell us about Beautify Earth. Right. Yeah, so Beautify Earth is a nonprofit that I work with. Um, the reflect and inspire and a lot of my murals come through them they uh, reach out to communities and businesses and different people reach out to them that want murals so they align the business or the project with an artist uh, as well as schools they have a division called beautify education so i go and paint at a lot of schools i paint with the kids get them involved try to teach them about art why is that awesome. important for kids um like i said before there's barely any art in school and it's looked at as like a, an elective or a little hobby you know and there's so many kids i think that really excel at creativity at art painting whatever it be and there's no way for them to really develop that yeah. and like i said be, because of that that's what they're good at and it's not given to them in school to show how good they can be at something so they give them math and science, which they may be okay at, but they feel constantly, you know, their self-esteem shot. You just feel mediocre because all these other kids are doing great at it. But those kids, you put those kids in a, in a art class and they're not as good. But these kids that are creative fully excel in it, you know. What about the Einstein had a quote that what I love that he says, you put a fish in a tree and he spends his whole life thinking he's worthless. You throw him in the ocean and he swims you know, like you're supposed to. What about what about the kids that aren't going to be artists? Is it important for them to be surrounded by beauty and art? Absolutely. Why? Because the creativity, when you're taught creativity and art, music, all that, it just triggers and opens up a different part of the mind that then you can carry into science, math, finance, whatever it be, you know, because being creative is being creative, you know, and scientists need to create be creative in their way of thinking to develop different hypotheses and go for find different theories or different things that happen in the world you know and 
that's how discovery happens. You know, you, you start thinking about it and what if this is a possibility, maybe this, and you connect things. And, you know, I think creativity helps develop that side of the brain, which is huge. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking, um, what, uh, what is your website business? People want to check you out and find you, Marcel. Yeah. It's punk rock Zen duck punk rock Zen.com. Yeah. Um, my Instagram is cell underscore dog S E L underscore D O G. All right. So good. I love it. I love it. Cell man. I just want to just thank you, man, for taking time out of your busy schedule, out of your busy life for coming down today, man. Bring We've some been art and beauty and creativity for our day today. Exactly. Step out, man. And just like, dude, you've inspired me. You've inspired this, this world and this city, man. You've just brought so much, bro, to thank the city you. of Los Angeles, bro. And I just, You've just got such a huge, huge future in front of you. And I just, any way that I can help introduce Marcel, the artist to the world, I'm a part of it, bro, because I think it's just fantastic. Bro. Thank you. Let's it. give Thanks this guy a hand me. today. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you for coming down, brother. All right. We're out at the end of our show today. Tune in next week. Adios, amigos. Adios, amigos. Adios, amigos.